Akutavach, the Gemara and Daflam Gilman Beis brings down the um, sheet of Rabbi Lazar that if a person has a barrel, you have a chavis, and it's full of gregorous, full of figs, and you want to get them out, you're allowed to break the chavis in order to take out the figs. Shaiver Adam is a chavis, lachalimena gregorous, eventually scaven lasses cleaves, even though you seem to be making a clear when you open the barrel, but being that you don't have kavana to make a clear, your kavana is not to make a clear, your kavana is just to break it open so you can get to what's inside, that is not a problem of making a clear. The Gemara is bothered that Lachar, even though you're not Muhammad to make a clear, but you should be geyser, then maybe you will come to make a clear, maybe you will be Muhammad to make a clear, like we find the Rebbe Yazar is geyser in other cases. And the Gemara answers that we're not worried about making a clear over here because Amar Vashiki Taniyahi, but Mustiki. We're talking about not a regular barrel, we're talking about Mustiki. And when it comes to Mustiki, there's no Khashash that you're going to come and make a clear. So, what does Mustiki mean? So, Rashi explains that Mustiki is talking about. A, um, a barrel which is made out of broken pieces, so let's say uh, broken pieces of wood that you stick together with some type of um, saraf, some type of sap that comes from a tree, which is called mustiki in Arabic. And um, this that's what mustiki means. It means it's a barrel which is made out of broken pieces that you connected with this uh, sticky substance called mustiki. And being that it's made out of broken pieces, it's not a real clee that you want to turn into a clee. So we're not concerned that you're going to end up breaking it in a way that will make a clee, because anyways it's pretty broken and it's not the type of thing that people make into kalim, so there's no chashash that you're going to make it into a clee over here. And that's uh, how Rashi understands this idea of, uh, of mustaki. Now Agav, the, uh, the word mustaki Rashi learns is some type of saraf, it's a sap that comes from a tree, shakar and shaf, and it's also called uh, rashaina. And he says in Lashon Arab in Arabic they call it mustaki, I think it would be mistaber that the way uh, the word for um, chewing gum in Hebrew, modern Hebrew, is mastic. The word mastic, I assume, probably comes from Arabic and is mistaber based on this word mustaki. It is the same sharish because the original gum came from the sap of the tree, the mastic tree, which is probably this mustaki that Rashi is referring to over here. But Akopanim, when Rashi brings down this chat of what mustaki is and what this barrel is and why you're allowed to break it open, Rashi says something very interesting. He says that this chat. And what Mustiki is, he says, Kach Amrli Reb Shmuel HaMechunah Chassid Min Barbeshta. This chat was said to me by Reb Shmuel, who is Mechunah Chassid, who is referred to as a Chassid, who came from the city of Barbeshta. So Rashi quotes this chat from Reb Shmuel HaMechunah Chassid, Reb Shmuel, who is called the Chassid. And the question is, why does Rashi refer to him as Reb Shmuel HaMechunah Chassid? Why don't you just say Reb Shmuel HaChassid? We have Reb Yudah Chassid. Many people are called Hachasid. Call him Rabbi Shmuel Hachasid. What's Rabbi Shmuel Hamachun Hachasid? Rabbi Shmuel, who is called Hachasid. We know the Rashi is Medayak, and every word that he writes is never an extra word. Why does Rashi need to add this extra word over here, Rabbi Shmuel Hamachun Hachasid, who is referred to as Hachasid? Why can't he just call him Rabbi Shmuel Hachasid? And um, there's a beautiful Hasbeth that Bachan of Asman says in the end of Kaivitz Arasan Yavamas, he has uh, Digmais for the Uri Agad al Dechabshat, and he has a shtickle over there to be Mazbeth, this. Word in Rashi, a whole shtigl tell you that he says based on this one extra word in Rashi of Hamachone, and he's Mazra like this. He's Medak from the Ramam, when it comes to Hilchas Lashon Hara, Lashon Hara is not just saying something bad about someone, but even if you um, you refer to him as being less than the stature that he really has, you, you treat him as someone who is less Chashem than he is, less of a Tzadik than he is, and it's also Lashon Hara. If you're married him from his Madrega, that's also considered Lashon Hara because you're not giving him the proper cheshivas that he deserves. And Rav Khanan adds on to that, based on that Rambam, that who had then that if you portray a person as being greater than he is, you, you claim that he's a bigger tzaddik than he is, he's more chashiv than he is, that also will be Lashon Hara, because that also could be Mazakim. 
if you say that a person is very chashiv, he's a big tzaddik, and he's really not, then someone can make a shidduch with him, and it might not be an appropriate shidduch. He could get a job, which is not befitting. And even in his own mind, if he thinks he's greater than he is, he can, it can end up having a bad effect on his dis- decisions and his way of life. So if you refer to someone as being more chashiv than he is, that's also Lashon Hara. It's not something that should be done. You can't say that a person is less than he is, and who you can't say that he's more than he is. So B'chanan explains, Rashi over here heard this shot from this Shmuel, who was referred to as Reb Shmuel al-Chassid. Now, Rashi himself did not know that he was a Chassid. He didn't know for sure that this person was a Chassid. It could be he was, but Rashi didn't have any inside information. So Rashi did not want to call him Reb Shmuel al-Chassid because if he's really not on the Madriga of Chassid, Chassid has a very high status that some Rishonim got. If he was really not a Chassid and he would call him Reb Shmuel al-Chassid, he would be being maxed by more than he is, and that would be wrong. You can't give a person a, a, person a title or Chashivas that he's not deserving of because that also is considered Lashon Hara. Not, to not call him a chassid at all would also be a problem because if he is a chassid and to not call him a chassid, he's taken away from his madrega. So Rashi didn't want to call him a chassid, he didn't want to not call him a chassid, and therefore he's a medayik and he says, chassid. people refer to him as a chassid. Rashi's not taking a chayas, I don't know if he is or he's not, but people call him that. But Rashi didn't want to call him a chassid if he talked wasn't a chassid because that's as a hero as a person has to have in this deeper, not to be mired from a person's chashibis, but also not to be. Mile, not to give him more chashibis than he actually deserves. That's all nechlo in Lashon Hara. That's the beautiful Hezbo of Rav Hanan and Kavit Saris. Now I saw an interesting Ha'ara on this from Moshe Marachai Scholzinger and Moshe Marachai and Beya and Dav Chavdalad. He asks an interesting question on Rashi. Rashi over there on the bottom of Chavdalad and Beis has a whole um, shtickle about when a guy brings you something on Yamtiv. Is it it's Mutai Matzi Yamtiv? Is it the first day Yamtiv, the second day Yamtiv? And Rashi has all machlekes with his rabbeim. Rashi himself held its mutter right away on the first night of Yantiv, and then he says that Rabbeinu Gershom Arha Gaila agreed with me, and then he says Gam Ata Ba'alei Mechtav Migar Miz Shabalosham Adam Gadol Zakem Yeshiva Min Raima Ushmayer of Kleinimus Ubaki B'Chal Hashas B'Hayrekain V'Nachlekalei. Rashi brings to support him that he got a letter from Garmizia that uh, Adam Gadol came over there. He's a, from Rome. He's a Baki B'Chal Hashas. His name was of Kleinimus, and he also supported Rashi in his. Shita. So Moshe Mordechai asks that according to Rav Hanan, how could Rashi refer to this person as a person who is Baki B'chol HaShas? Rashi should say he's Mechuna Baki B'chol HaShas. People refer to him as a Baki B'chol HaShas, but to call him a Baki B'chol HaShas, if Rashi didn't know for sure that he is, that Lechai would be a problem according to Rav Hanan. The same way it's a B'shmul HaMechuna Chasid, it should be a Kleinimus who is Mechuna or who is Nikra Baki B'chol HaShas. How does Rashi over here take the liberty to actually refer to him as a Baki B'chol HaShas? Now he says, if you're Medayik and Rashi over there, Rashi really doesn't say that he held his Baki B'chol HaShas. Rashi says that he got a letter from Garmiz, and in the letter it says that Adam Gadol came, who is Akim Yeshiva, and who is a Baki B'chol HaShas. So he's really quoting what's in the letter. This is not Rashi's own opinion, he's just saying this is what was written to him from Garmiz. So perhaps if he that, it wouldn't be a problem. But if you look in Tysus, Tysus quotes Rashi a little bit differently. Tysus says that Rashi says that he... Um, his lashon is that he got a. He says, "V'gamer ben uklonimus ishroimi baki b'chol hashas shalachli ksav meir garmizia kamaisi." Rashi says a little bit differently. He says, "V'uklonimus who is a baki b'chol hashas sent me a letter." So it's not Rashi quoting them in the letter. This seems to be Rashi's own opinion. So if he that the kasha would taki b'shvei, how could he refer to him as a baki b'chol hashas if he didn't know for sure? And Moshe Mordechai says it. Look, I have to say that over here, Rashi didn't know this of Klaimus personally. He knew that he was a baki b'chol hashas, and therefore he's able to say. That he was a Baki B'chol HaShas, Meshankin, the Reb Shmuel, he didn't know that he was a Chassid. He only heard that he was, and therefore he had to be careful and call him Reb Shmuel HaMechun HaChassid, but he couldn't say that he's actually a Chassid.
That's a Vachanan's Pshan and Rashi, and we see that the Zahiris a person has to have in his Dibor, when you talk about other people, being the Tai, being the Mutav, to be Medaktik, to say the exact Emes, no more, no less.